This is a Benchwarmers Club exclusive podcast. This is not the main event with J&J. This is bigger. And there's no third J. This is an episode that transcends the show to the next level. Yeah, we have the star of JJ and J, Josh. I'm missing my other star, other Josh, but we'll just have to do with this tool, Jacob. Okay, first of Mr. all. Mr. just ask the questions and offer no good support. Anyways, <laughs> as the host of this show, this is just an exclusive. This episode has no name but a top 10 list. It's almost like a flying solo with Josh. But this is the top 10 masterpiece albums of all time. How this spawned was this. There's this guy named Derek who likes Slayer. And he basically was asking me what a masterpiece was. And he made me reflect. And he made me realize there's maybe only 25, 30 albums that I think can truly be called masterpieces throughout history. But of those masterpieces, what is the greatest masterpiece of all time within rock and roll music? I mean, you can start with how do you define a masterpiece? So what I decided to do was create a metric system to decide what the ultimate masterpiece was. Using sales, critic appraises, and another factor was definitely its influence on the genre, plus my own personal biased opinion, to determine what the top 10 greatest masterpieces are of all time. These are not my favorite albums of all time. Let's make that very clear. For example, and this is the perfect one I use, the album Against Me, Searching for a Former Clarity, isn't my top 10 favorite albums of all time but I don't deem it a masterpiece because it did not transcend music and it did not change anything about music and its sales were kind of crummy. Therefore, is it really a masterpiece? Not really, but I still love it. So let's get on to the list. Josh, do you have any honorable mentions that you want to do? Yes or no? Um, well, after making my list, I found out you can only put one per artist so that kind of sucks. Um, I've made that very clear. You know, just, you know, masterpiece is a masterpiece, man. Okay, so there's three on my list that I can, sorry, there's three honorable mentions I have that I don't com- like completely see as a masterpiece, but it's something I kept in mind, but it just didn't make the cut. Number one is Tool Lateralis, didn't make this top 10 list. Wow. Had bad sales compared to the rest. Critically, very good, but only from sources within its genre, if that makes sense. It didn't really get a ton of outside, like, critical support without outside the metal and hard rock community. And to tell you the truth, I don't think it's a perfect album. There are flaws. Actually, I do. I do have some honorable mentions, too. So, wrap up yours quick. Another one is Iron Maiden. Hallowed Be Thy Name, do not make this number list. Of the, number of the Beast. Sorry, did I say Hallowed Be Thy Name? Yeah. That's Tired Jacob. Number of the Beast, I mean. Blames on being tired. He's not a real fan. <laughs> so, Number of the Beast didn't make this. It had great sales, great everything. I just think it didn't transcend music enough compared to these other 10. That was the factor that was missing. And then there were a few other ones, but the last one is Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication. Going- Phenomenal, amazing sales, <laughs> but didn't really do anything for music. All right, here are my honorable mentions. They're actually good ones, too. So I have Meatloaf, 
Bado of Hell. Great sales. Okay, music. very great sales. Um, I guess it influenced a bit of like um arena rock, but besides that, it I just don't think it's really considered a masterpiece. Um, and then I also have Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction just on the outside, and really that's about it. I also had like maybe like Lateralis out there too, and even Toxicity, but. I just don't think every song on that album is that great. All right, and this is what the rule is going to be. If we have a song on the album that we have later in our list, we're just not going to talk about it in as much detail. Is that fair? Sure. Okay, just clearing that up. So, do you want to do your number 10 first or my number 10? Um, I want to see your number 10. Okay, my number 10. Everyone, drum roll, please. Time signature is at about five minutes. So start this video at five minutes if you wanted to listen to this. Number 10, Green Day, American Idiot. You know, what's, you know what's crazy about that? That's my number 10. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, well, how about <laughs> I go over the analytics first, then we can get into it. All right. So Green Day, American Idiot, for the most part, receives scores around the 8 out of 10 mark. Some, like, a little lower, some a little higher, but it was genuinely very well received. Critically considered very good, although a lot of the fan base liked Dookie a lot more. But it did end up selling 16 million worldwide sales. So it definitely sold a lot of albums. A lot less than I thought, well, but it still sold a lot. And the reason why it's my number 10 is because, first of all, it's a great concept album. It tells a very good story. I think Jesus of Suburbia, personally, is the weakest song on it. But it's an amazing weak song, if that makes sense. Alright, that's just you trying to be edgy. but um, I'm not being edgy. I think it's long and boring, for the most part. But it does get really hyped near the end. It has very good transitions. Like, the beginning of the song's amazing. Yeah, that's why it's number 10. Because I'm not okay. a massive, massive fan of the whole album. Um, but it's very good. And, it, it pr and here's the thing, too, Josh. And I think you can admit this. When you think of punk rock... In that time frame this album well, came out, it, I think was this it is... It was released in 2004, and I'm not gonna lie, it's really, like, the last great album we've ever had released. What do you mean? Like, it's one of the last, like, real, like... Like, can you name an album after that that's, like, even better than that? Let me check my list. I don't think on my list I actually have an album after no, like, that time frame that is on this top ten, because nothing since it maybe that's what has I mean. really... It was done what it did like after that like what's it called started releasing things like danger days so they had nothing really great my chemical romance yeah that's on my list they came nothing close to no being they weren't this. even close on my list either thank but green day i think also really they really opened arena rock with red hot chili peppers in a way and this album was one of this was kind of green day slow transition albums to becoming arena rock i don't know i don't know why you're talking about this was the first step. Hot Chili Peppers. Most they're amazing. It's overrated band ever. It doesn't matter if they're overrated. They sold well. Oh, and in the uh, context of this list, I think you have to be very fair to them. Well, they have nothing... Okay, what's your number nine, tough guy? All right, I have um, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. Oh. I know. What, well, what are your thoughts on it? cheering. Um... Well, first off, I really wanted a Maiden because they really did influence a lot towards metal and eventually heavy metal. And this is by far their best album, in my opinion. Can you argue that? I think Peace of Mind has of some very close, good moments. I'm just saying, every single track on this 
But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Hallow Be Thy Name, you can argue, is the best metal song ever made. Yeah. I'm not saying it is. You second, can argue. No, Second Side, all four of those songs are incredible. The album was very successful, and critically, not anybody really down talks this album. And the first side is a little bit weaker, but every song on there is still, you can put in the top 25 songs for that band. What helps this also it's become so- a masterpiece is that Iron Maiden also wasn't afraid to dig into some uncomfortable things for this album. Like, for example, How They'll Be Thy Names about, like, people getting hung. And uh, their other songs are about, like, colonization and stuff like that. Some very controversial stuff. But uh, the album's amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's why it's on my list. Let's hear your number nine. My number nine is probably the weakest album in terms of popularity on this list. And it's also probably the least influential but I mostly have it on here because of how much I love it. So there's a lot of bias here. And because I truly think it's a masterpiece and can hold its own against big albums. System of a Down Toxicity. Oh, God. And believe it or not, critically, it got all between eights and nines or four to five stars. It sold 12 million worldwide. That's pretty amazing, eh? Yeah. And I mean... I mean, the whole album, beginning to end, I think is just a huge riot. There's not a calm moment. You're on your feet the whole time jumping around while it's going yeah, on. Yeah, but that just comes to if you like this, all the songs then. Uh... But most of them were all hits. A lot of well, them. Well, hits like... in the realm of, like, metal, but like, I mean... sure, but, like, what, there's, like, I think maybe... How many of them were actual, like, top 100 hits? I'm guessing Chop you Suey. Chop Suey Oh, was. for sure. I love Chop Suey. Chop Suey and Toxicity, I believe, were the only Toxicity, two. Toxicity, those are the only two songs that I truly, like, really like, because I know BYOB was on... That was on Hypnot- their other album. That was on Hypnotized. That was on Mesmerize, actually. Mesmerize. Yeah, but, Josh, here's the thing. And why I feel like maybe you're overlooking this and not liking this. And I understand. Oh, Atwa or something in, like in that. In the context of a masterpiece, I think in its own little world is absolutely a masterpiece. I mean, maybe for, if you don't compare it to like the greats, you know what I mean? And we're going to get to those bands later. I mean, later. if you think about it, we both went into the metal category, so. No, but you went more with Iron Maiden because it definitely probably was the most successful of the two albums. I'm not a thousand and percent sure. more influential. Sure. Definitely more influential. So it just came down to personal opinion. Yeah, but my personal opinion is I think this album is better constructed than the whole number of the beast. I think the album's better structured. I think the, I actually like the songs more, except for of course "Hallow Be Thy Name." I think that's better than anything on this album. But as a whole, I actually think this album's a lot better. Mm-hmm. But that's well, more down to personal taste. All right, you're number eight now. Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. I didn't put that on. I'm surprised you didn't put that on. I would have put Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath on here before Over, Paranoid. But I don't know. Paranoid made Black Sabbath a household name. Uh, yeah, it did. But at the same time, Black Sabbath, the first three songs on Paranoid are good. You're not going to believe it. This, it's not a masterpiece. This album did You don't think this album's a masterpiece? The first three songs are... War Pigs absolutely yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I Iron think Man. Iron Man, but... And Paranoid. Yeah, the song Paranoid kind of transcended rock music. It was bigger than rock. It was bigger than metal. I mean, it was a really big hit, yeah. Like, Low sales, though. That almost kept it off this list. Well, I mean... Only 5 million units were sold worldwide. Yeah, but I feel like... I feel like the elements on Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath influenced more than just Paranoid. But Paranoid opened the door more. 
Yeah, they got more popular because of it, but that's also saying. I'm but pretty... with, but Josh, with the popularity, also came more bands now having an opportunity. I know, but I believe they that Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath sold close to the same numbers. Probably sold more. That's what I mean. So, how but can you commercially, argue? like the singles, like are you telling me there was a bigger song than Paranoid on the original Black Sabbath album? No, absolutely, oh, absolutely not. not. A bigger song than Iron Man. No, or even a bigger song than War Pigs. I don't think so. The song Black Sabbath was really popular. I don't think not, so. Not like Warp. Those three songs were radio hits. Okay. Well, and were amazing for music. All right. So I have a Metallica on number eight. Which Metallica album? I put like this is just because I personally like it the best. Injustice for all. Oh, you picked my favorite. I'm surprised you didn't my go with. Too. I'm surprised um, you didn't go with uh, Master of Puppets. Well, it's just like. Around like after Master of Puppets, there's no songs like when I've listened to it. There's no songs like I'm really like blown away by. But like the three songs, where the three biggest songs on that album, they have one. Injustice for all. Injustice for all. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Blackened. That song was pretty massive. Maybe, yeah, but I don't know. Those it just and influ- influence wise, um, ones. I, in my opinion, the best metal song of all time, and then How Be Thy Name, but... Oh, the other big one was uh, Eye of the Beholder. That's what I mean, like, and it was released... And The Shortest Straw was big, too. When was it released? Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was, uh, 89? Something like that, 1989? It, it was a big part in influencing a lot, like, a lot of metal, obviously. Same with Maiden, same with... I don't know. They crawled so toxicity could walk. It was 88. 88. Yeah, yeah, I was off by a year. I don't know. I just I just did it based on like how much I love that album and how I really think it's a masterpiece. I don't think it's sales or anything close to uh, Master of Puppets. That's why I actually wouldn't put it on the list compared to their others. But I have no Metallica on this list. All right. So Only because I don't think a Metallica album is perfectly structured like the rest of these. Like... Injustice for All, I actually think it's kind of poorly structured near the end. It kind of loses me. So we're which is why I put Toxicity over Have you said your seventh yet? No, I haven't. Queen and Night oh, at the Opera. God. I put Queen and Night at the Opera. It sold only six million. Very low compared to most of the entries. But this album, you start with Death from Two Legs. No, and you just go from song. there. No, the first song is Death on Two Legs. Prophet Song's on the other side. Okay. You should actually listen to the album. But the key, you really <laughs> little dig. I I've listened. I'm pretty sure the prophet songs first. It's guy. not Google it, please. I would but love to. You're maybe, maybe this side because that's the only side I care about. Because side one fucking. You can swear. Oh, I don't care. I thought, I thought we had. To, you can right. swear. We'll just have to put it as explicit. All right. <laughs> Because side one really sucks. I don't know. I know there's a lot of Queen fans out there ever since the movie, but... Okay, you've had a sour hatred for Queen, and we are going to discuss that on a different episode. Alright. But this album's just amazing. Critically, it the song uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was obviously very polarizing, but the album as a whole is fantastic. It sold well. I think it... Like, the, that song inspired so much, which comes later in the list. Oh, yeah. Especially probably. one band. It is Death on Two Legs. Good I job. know, because I've buddy. listened to it a thousand times. Good job. That's why I know. Listen to a bad album. Okay, what's your number? Good work. Seven. All right, let me look, because... Oh, you have to look? 
Well, I've shifted a couple of things like last second. Oh, I have um, and this is my number six now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think, isn't it? Um, ten, nine, eight. No, this is my seven. Yeah. I have um, Jimi Hendrix. Are you experienced? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's a better masterpiece. It's than... sold, it sold well for sure. Yeah. Um, influence-wise, people call Jimi Hendrix the greatest guitarist of all time. That's his most well-known album. Critically, off the charts, I bet. Oh, my God. I haven't yeah. even looked at it critically. But, I mean, he headlined that Woodstock show alone. That should tell you just how critically yeah, exactly. insane um, he was. How oh, yeah. He's him. just... Yeah, like, that was just a crazy good album, obviously. I, I have I nothing bad yeah, to say. Yeah, I have nothing like else to say. Like, it's just a masterpiece. It's not the best album of all time but it's definitely should be recognized number six all right nirvana never mind want to take a guess how many albums this sold worldwide uh, oh it's number no it... want to take a guess how many million i don't know 30 million of this album was sold worldwide it received almost all nines out of tens or tens out of tens rolling stone called it the best album of the 90s it has accolades up the you know what. I know, I know. You're I mean, not, I know you're not the biggest Nirvana guy. I love Nirvana. Oh, like I, I actually, I wouldn't call myself like a massive fan, but I definitely say I'm like more of a casual fan. I mean, like I like a couple songs. Never mind though. Don't get me wrong. This wouldn't make my top ten, or even top twenty favorite albums. But this album is good. I think it deserves every bit of credit it gets. It start. It basically started grunge. This album, where do I end? Like, where do I stop talking about its influence? Yeah, that's Its fair. influence is still heard today. That's fair. And Smells Like Teen Spirit isn't a mega hit. It's a super mega hit. Oh, yeah, it's... Maybe one of the biggest songs of all time ever released. Actually, do you want to hear my number six? Yeah. I have OK Computer. See, I, I have that a little later in my list. Oh, okay. So, we'll, you know, we can talk about it a little later. Actually, it's my next one, but that's my number five. Okay, computer. All right, so let's talk. Want to hear the it. analytics? Yeah. Seven million albums sold, which actually I think is a little low for how good it is. Yeah. That's... Released in 97. So the year I was born, kind of crazy. And uh, I mean, critically, you're hard pressed to not find this album with nines or tens. Oh yeah, everyone. I've never really like seen a bad review on it. I think there was like one review when I was doing research. Someone gave like a B minus, but obviously that site doesn't have good credentials. It's one of those albums. Like I can listen to start to finish. It I grows on you. Like just the whole thing that like from like track number first from track number airbag. Yeah, from track number one to um even like fitter happier, which is track number eight or seven. seven outstanding like every song on that are just i mean airbags amazing uh, the homesick aliens amazing paranoid androids amazing karma police karma police is amazing exit or exit music for a yeah. film is amazing yeah exactly it's just a good album from start to finish and that's why it's on my list i was actually tempted to put kid a over okay computer but okay computers had way more influence in music yeah exactly and the influence in film that this album had with some of its tracks. I mean, look up movies that have tracks from this, and they're all in very important parts of the movie. Good for that. Which is kind of cool. Like, Radiohead, I think, is the second most recent since Green Day, American Idiot, to have a masterpiece on this list. 
like 97. I don't think I have anything past, like, I don't think I have anything after that on this besides All maybe right. Toxicity earlier. I have only, like, one more entry where you're going to kind of be mad Is at this me. Is this number five? Yeah, number five. I have, um, ACDC, Back in Black. I'm not a huge ACDC fan, but this album has the credentials it's just, and no, the accolades like it just, and it's good. It's incredible. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's not like, it won't blow, like, I'm not saying it will, like, blow you away, like, intelligence-wise, like, how, like, well, you know what I'm talking about, like, how intellectual it is, but... By the way, I just want to throw just, this out there. If we talk about OK Computer and its brilliance on how it's tracked and how it's made and it's fake, even though it's not a concept album, it's secret concepts in it almost, we could talk about it for days, how brilliant OK Computer is. Josh, uh, nods his, Josh nods his head yes because it's my show and says yes. Yeah, sure. It's a, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, Man. so you're number five. You're going with ACDC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just hits. Obviously, Back in Black is still... Like, there's not a lot of songs out there that you can play for a kid and they won't... They'll, and they'll know what it is. But Back in Black, every kid knows that still today. Can you argue that? No. No, it's its influence has been long standing. I think it was one of the reasons for influence how like music today's created where it's just trying to be catchy and stuff. But now yeah. they just took out the great guitar work. Well, I almost put Boston on this list. I more than or Boston Boston Boston. Just right? Boston Boston. I almost put it on there because I did of, too, it it's basically number, kinda it's number fifteen all time sales. No, I, I'm more so because of just they basically started like almost corporate rock. We were just making music for hits, yeah, and going for the radio, gunning for the sales alone. Do you know what I mean? Taking a style and transforming it to the masses to make That's sales. That's true. All right. I think I think Boston's amazing. Did you do your number five yet? Yeah, I did. It was OK Computer. All right, my number four is Hope. Sorry, <laughs> I almost said OK California. Hotel California. Wow. 32 million hey, sales. That's the same as mine. Nice. And I mean, it's perfect. Basically, no one's gonna talk bad about this album, nor should they. From the first riffs of OK California, <laughs> Hotel California, <laughs> to its ending, which is, I believe, Take It Easy, correct? So doesn't that end the album? No. What what ends the album? The Last Resort. Oh. I know, I know you haven't listened to it. I, I have listened listen. to it a few times. All right, I'll tell you. No, no, no. Don't pull we're, it we're up. Don't go... pull it up. I'll, I'll say the tracks one by one. So it goes, Hotel California... Um, New Kid in Town. Darn, you're right. It is Last Resort. New Kid in Town, Life in the Fast Lane. Why do I think it was Take It oh, Easy? Um, what's it called? Um, Wasted Time, and that's like Wasted Time Reprise or something. Yeah. Um, Mate, something like Made. I can't remember. Victim of Love is before. Victim of Love, and then Made, and then Last Resort. Try and Love Again. I don't know. So last resort. I, okay, when I said take it easy, I meant last resort. Can we no, just clarify you, no, this? No, you didn't. I knew take it easy wasn't. How does on the there. last resort go? Stop! I'm not singing on the show. All right. You're trying to alpha male me on this show. Well, you tried to like. Oh, you've never listened to Queen front to back. I'm sorry, I don't listen to the bad bands. Wow. You used to love Queen. I. The movie made uh, you hate them. I don't know. I like songs. You're an edge lord. No, 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 no. Bohemian Rhapsody's top ten. But what else on A Night at the Opera is actually like... The Prophet Song. Prophet Song. To half, me. Half the Prophet Song is good. So I'm in love with my car isn't great. <laughs> That's your good time. All right, what's your, let's go to number three. I'll say my number, number three. Number three is Led Zeppelin <gasps> 4. 37 million. Mine's Led Zeppelin 4. No one talks bad about this album. Let me Practically tell you. nines and tens. 
I'll let you just the talk. The only reason Led Zeppelin 4 is not number one is because the two above are just, I don't know. Like, my number one's a concept album, so <clears throat> that made it better. But this sold great. It's number four all time. How do you know this album is a concept album? <coughs> I think it's Jimmy Page's love letter to Satan. I wish. That'd make it the greatest album of all time if that was released. But um, I think the greatest instrumentals, track for track, out of any album ever created. I think Robert Plant sold his Robert, soul for this album. Oh, he is. And I, genuine, and I genuinely believe this album is him talking to listen, the devil with Robert Plant. Listen, if you go song for song, one of the most underrated songs on that is probably like Four Sticks, which was a mega hit still. Or not mega hit, but it was a hit. The amount of mega hits though on this. So we have Rock and Roll, Black Dog, When the Levee Breaks, Stairway to Heaven, Going to California. That's five. And there's only eight songs on here. Oh, this album definitely. Or sorry, there's ten. There's nothing wrong with this album. I personally don't... This isn't one of my favorite albums. It comes nowhere close. But it's a masterpiece for its time and for what it did. So listen, I I think our number two and one are flipped. So do you, it, do you have Beatles on your list? I do. Is it number? Is it number two? It's not the Beatles. You think? It's not Rubber Soul. I. <laughs> it's not Rubber Soul. So your number two's the Wall. Yes. So my number two's actually the Beatles White. Really? They had no number one hits on there. It didn't transcend music anywhere I'm, close to the number. I don't, the real. I, it came, two. Okay, let's be real, Jacob. Beatles White would be in the top five. And by the way, it sold better. Did it? Was it their best-selling album? It was their best-selling album. Oh, I didn't actually know that. I it thought it was sold, Sgt. Pepper. No, it's in the top ten. So listen. I'm listening. Okay, are you listening? So I think, personally, I just like the songs better on it. Because it has Helter Skelter. Yes. Which is one of my favorites. You know, I'm surprised you that <clears throat> song first over all the other ones on that album. <coughs> it has um Blackbird or whatever. It has Happiness. Back in the USSR. Happiness is like a warm gun. Like, every song on that there's album. There's not a bad song on there. There's not. And there's a lot of songs. You know what's sad, you know, about this? There's not even an average song on it. That's why I mean. They're just like, all mega amazing songs when i i listened to sergeant pepper like six months ago for the first time i had no interest in the beatles but i gave them a chance and most of the songs i was pretty like sergeant pepper's my number one so yeah sergeant pepper practically invented psychedelic rock almost it practically like you know that Jake? and rubber soul practically invented you know genres if this it inspired was, everything if i could it have sold amazing if i had repeats if I could do more than one band, I put every Led Zeppelin album, then I put Beatles White at ten, and um, the other one at. But Sergeant Pepper, there's Josh. Here's the thing, it's not, it's it's definitely better than the White album. It's maybe the greatest album ever made. Hey. It's not my favorite, but it's in my top twenty favorite albums. Yeah, but Jake. But Josh, it's crafted beautifully. Not a detail missed. All right, so listen. There's not... Listen. It's a concept, too. Jacob, listen. What? It's number three. You didn't even put that one. You put White Album. No, no, no. It's number three if I could repeat the bands. I just... 
it just came down to me listen, personally. No, no, everything no, no, Led Zeppelin no, 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 did no, no. was inspired by the no, Beatles. No, 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 no. Listen, I just enjoyed the White Album more than that Beatles album, and you can put White Album ahead of it because it sold better, in theory. But critically, I assure so, you, critically. Now you can get Sergeant mad. Pepper's is way more critically acclaimed than the White Album. Not only that, most people vote it the greatest album ever made. I just, I just like the White Album better, man. Like I understand. The, the number points. two for me is Pink Floyd: The Wall. I don't understand because why Pink it's... Floyd: The Wall is what I mean. You could argue maybe Dark Side of the Moon. I think Pink Floyd: The Wall is almost crafted better than Sgt. Pepper. Oh, I think the album is like it is no like the Wall. Here's my honest take though, and this is where I get in a little bit of trouble. I don't think the Wall really influenced music a crazy amount. I think it was almost its own thing. It was absolutely fantastic and perfect. And anyone who tried to emulate Pink Floyd The Wall or create anything like it, no one cared about because it wasn't The Wall. I don't think it influenced music in like one direction. I think it just influenced music in many different directions because of just how many different kind of songs they had in there. Plus, and can I mean, you argue with what that? What about the movie too? The movie? I mean, it spawned an amazing movie. But like, if you just look at the hits on that thing... It's not really a hit. It sold. It sold. Josh, it's it not a hit. Sold album. better than. It's not a mega it sold hit better. album. Wait, wait. Sold better than. Um, I think it sold nineteen million copies. Sold. Yeah, but it sold. I believe it sold better than. It didn't sell better than Sgt. Pepper. I'll look it up. Sgt. Pepper sold like thirty-two million units. It's believed. Thirty to thirty-two million. Well, you. Know, I'll just look it up. Look it up right now. You'll you find take it. going a rant. Uh, this is my rant here, though. Pink Floyd: The Wall is a perfect album. But all the songs on their own aren't incredible if you're just listening to them one by one. For example, In the Flesh is a great song with the whole album. But if you have a playlist of random songs, I wouldn't say In the Flesh is an amazing one to have on there. Do you get what I'm saying, Josh? Ugh. No? Don't you hate Don't you hate when like you go on a website? No, Josh, you just, you just look started... up sales for the album. It's not very difficult. <sighs> I know. You're but... reading articles on a podcast. Yeah. This is how ill-prepared you came for an argument. You know what? I'm sorry. Well, also, like, 19 million copies. It's amazing. I just think Sgt. Pepper did more for music and has more sales to back it up. That's it. Toxicity I like more than all these albums. I'm And that's facts for me. Toxicity I think is so better. So, it says here, The Wall's number six all-time in sales. How many sales do they say it has? Um, 23? 23 million. Okay. The source I had said 19. Right. Four million difference. Is that huge? And I do not see Sgt. Pepper's on here. Sgt. Pepper's believed to have sold 32 million copies. That's what my research told me. Yeah, maybe all together. This could just be units sold in America. I don't know. We ah. we can just we can just say worldwide 32 million. We can just million. say worldwide. we can say it was close, okay? How about that? I'm not saying it was close cuz you want me to pull up sources for you so to you show think you? How many did Thriller sell? Thriller sold more than all these, but I didn't put Thriller because I think it's trash. I mean, like, tee-hee. You know, I'm doing the moonwalk and stuff. You don't like that? I, I don't care you know for what? any of the Michael Jackson stuff you know he did on that out, album. Out of spite, I'm taking out the Beatles white and I'm putting in Thriller at number two. I wouldn't really say Thriller's rock and roll music. I said Masterpieces. No, I said a rock and roll. No, I'm just saying. That 12-minute video of him becoming a werewolf is a masterpiece. Alright, I'm ending this. Alright, you're ending this? Wait, I'm confused. He did a he did a moonwalk? 
Yeah, I'm joking. Into, I'm joking. Into a moonwalk, man. <laughs> All right. So Some on, of his hair was burning. You know what? Is that the same thing? Pepsi commercial. But listen. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to close the show out today because I can click the pause button, which is I'm feeling pretty honored for that. Not really because I had to listen to Jacob talk for the last like 20 minutes. Jacob, as you can tell after this, Jacob's opinions on music are very corrupt. <laughs> Him putting toxicity in there. My music's like my suggestions are a bit corrupt myself but i'm obviously smarter than him god bless have a good night you just listened to benchwarmers club sports and entertainment podcast thank you for listening and we hope you listen again until then god bless praise christ and thank you for listening to the show